the Second Half Success Plan Podcast. I'm your host and midlife success strategist, Odell Anderson, and I'm here to help you thrive in the second half of life by leaving regrets behind and pursuing the big goals God has for you. One of my favorite books is a book from a man called Jim Collins called Good to Great. And he talks about the principles that a company goes through in order to go from good to great. And I like the book. I like the book from a business standpoint. And I also like the book from a personal standpoint. I tend to believe that the steps that it outlines actually apply fairly well to the steps that one can take to transform their life from good to great. And the very first principle in the book talks about first who, then what. And I talked a little bit about this in the first episode of this podcast when we talked about the Gentleman's Lounge. But I wanted to share just a few of the excerpts from the actual book itself. And remember, the book comes from the standpoint of what it takes to have a company go from good to great. But I think that, again, it also applies to a person's individual life as well. So in the first chapter, or it's not even actually the first principle, it's actually the second principle he talks about in there. But one of the reasons that you want to first focus on, and, and the principle is this, that you first decide who needs to be on the bus before you decide where to drive it. Because the idea of surrounding yourself with the right people should come before deciding on your vision, before deciding on your strategy, your tactics, your destination, your mission. First, get the right people on the bus first. Because if you first begin with who rather than what, you can more easily adapt to a changing world. And I think it's very important. I think if anyone has been around the past couple of years, we can all signify and corroborate that the world has changed significantly in the past couple of years. And we realize how much we've needed other individuals in our life in certain key positions in order to just keep ourselves sane, let's let's be honest about that, in order to keep ourselves just going through some stressful times. And when you have the right people on the bus, when you're surrounded by the right individuals in the right places, it makes adapting that much more easy to accomplish. Because great vision without great people is irrelevant. So even as you're crafting your second half success plan, whatever that is, wherever you want to go, you first are going to need some particular kind of people around you, hopefully great people, in order to get there. So that's one of the excerpts I wanted to share with you. The second thing is, along with that, as you're selecting the individuals, a key point is that sometimes the right people that you select, you might want to place greater weight on character attributes than on specific educational background, practical skills, specialized knowledge or work experience. Now, they were speaking about this in the context of a company or organization where typically skills and knowledge and expertise might trump the kind of person that they are. But they're reversing that paradigm here to say, no, you want to first focus on hiring individuals who are of a particular carrier cut from a particular mold or cloth, because everything else in terms of the skills and knowledge and experience, that stuff is learnable. It's teachable. They can learn that it can be acquired. But the kind of character attributes that is typically something that's hard when it's developed over a long period of time. It's ingrained and it's probably very difficult to either teach 
or difficult to correct if it's the kind of behavior that is not in alignment with where an organization wants to go. So as you are considering who you need to surround yourself with on a more regular basis, and there may be key individuals that you need to have in certain positions. So for example, if you're trying to chart the best path for you for your finances in terms of your money, certainly you're going to, you might want to get a competent and skilled and knowledgeable financial advisor or expert. And along with that, you're going to want to also understand what kind of person this person is. So as you're seeking them out, possibly you might want to get some of their references. Who have they worked with before? And speak to those individuals and say, okay, what was the experience like working with this person? What kind of character do they display? How do they walk someone through their future financial plan? What do those things look like? So it's important to consider those things as you're deciding who you're going to be spending more time with in specific areas of your life. So character attributes is also a key thing to look at as you're deciding who's going to be on this bus that you're planning to take someplace. Okay. Next thing, next excerpt rather that I would talk to you about is when you need to make a people change, you have to act. It's often been said that not everyone in your life needs to be there for the entire journey. Some of us have known people, there are people that we still hang out with, that we interact with, that have been with us on this journey because we've known them since high school or since college or even since before then. And they're still around. And it's possible that they no longer need to be on the bus or maybe they no longer need to be in the seat on the bus that they've been occupying. Perhaps you've been going to this person for a particular kind of advice, for a particular kind of counsel, or they've been your sounding board in a number of different occasions in the past. You might want to evaluate the effectiveness of that kind of interaction with them. What is it manifested? How has it brought value? Where's the juice? And is that juice worth the squeeze? in terms of using that individual for that particular reason. Again, not only using like you're manipulating, but certain people serve certain functions in their lives for certain reasons. And the thing you want to decide is, do you need to make a change? Does it need to be maybe a reduction in how often you uh, interact with this person? Certain individuals should get maybe just some occasional time, not consistent time, maybe not quality time. Maybe they have to increase the amount of time you spend with certain individuals because of the value that's there and the way the relationship is reciprocal in that regard. Uh, The illustration they use in the book is, you know, if you work in a place and you have that one or two people that you know they're just toxic, they are not good for your team, they're not good for the organization. And sometimes he talks in the book about how you know when you've got the wrong person on the bus. Two questions you could ask is, number one, If it were a hiring decision, would you hire this person again? Or if this person were all of a sudden to tell you that they are resigning, would you be secretly happy? And if the answer to the first question is no, you wouldn't hire them again. Or if the answer to the second question is yes, you would be internally jumping for joy. That's a sign. Wrong person on the bus. Go ahead and make a decision. In this case, from a personal life standpoint, maybe don't cut them out entirely. But maybe you simply reduce the amount of time that you spend with them. Maybe you have to cut them out entirely. Maybe that's necessary. But that's the kind of question you want to ask there. And one of the biggest things that he uh, sort of ends the chapter with, and he talks about, again, in in the context of a company, but 
the question that it asks is, is it possible to build a great company and also build a great life? And he says that the secret to doing that, it lies in this chapter and it lies in the principle of first who, the, then when. And he sort of ends the chapter with uh, this paragraph, and I'll read it sort of verbatim. Adherence to the idea of first who might be the closest link between a great company and a great life. For no matter what we achieve, if we don't spend the vast majority of our time with people we love and respect, we cannot possibly have a great life. But if we spend the vast majority of our time with people we love and respect, people we really enjoy being on the bus with and who will never disappoint us, then we will almost certainly have a great life no matter where the bus goes. And I think that's interesting and it's a good parallel it's a good way to understand how important it is to surround ourselves with the right people wherever your second half success plan journey is going to take you wherever that is you probably don't want to go there alone it's going to be a much more enjoyable journey if you go there with people you're going to have fun being on the journey with and sometimes because you're on the bus with the right people the destination might even become secondary it may not even become that important to get there because you're having so much fun and you're enjoying the ride itself just because of who you're surrounded with, who you're interacting with, who is feeding in you, who you're feeding into. That makes almost the destination secondary. So I want to leave you with those excerpts from that book. Again, it's Good to Great, Jim Collins, great book. I love it. God bless and take care. Thanks for listening. Check out secondhalfsuccessplan.com where you can get show notes or key takeaways for each episode, links to my socials, and a copy of my four-step guide for leaving regrets behind and pursuing the big goals God has for you. Or book a strategy session to begin pursuing your second half success. Also, if you're enjoying the show, consider leaving a rating and review and sharing it with others you think might find it helpful. Thanks in advance. Cheers to your success and take care.